You are listening to Not Your Average Podcast in the 716 with your host T and Mike on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. Allen slinging it towards the end zone. It's caught Beasley for the touchdown. What's up, everyone? Thank you guys for tuning in. This is Not Your Average Podcast in the 716. I am your host, host, T. What up, y'all? I have a special guest. I am so happy that he took time out of his busy schedule to um, come on on the pod with little old me. I'm going to allow him to introduce himself. Well, I, I am excited to, to kick it with my sister, Tia Estelle, uh, from Not Your Average Podcast in the 716, repping that B.I.B. It's your boy, yes. Jay Spencer King. I don't know what you're talking about, about me being busy. This is officially off-season spent. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. But you've been you've been on some pods, so, and then you did a Spaces yesterday, so, you know, you busy. Your busy is not busy. I mean, you're busy. You're not busy. It's busy. Yeah, with the spaces, that kind of happened where it was just like I was on Twitter and I saw that they were doing it. So I jumped in and then somebody oh, okay. like they they just sent me the co-host thing. And I'm like, oh, OK, sure. But yeah, right. I, I normally um, I, I'm chilling. I, I haven't been doing much. That's what's up. Yeah, I'm, I'm grinding because, you know, it's off season. I'm trying to just get myself out there, me and Mike. Um, but yeah, that's. I love the offseason. I'm not going to be not going to going to lie to you. I love the offseason. I love draft. I love free agency. I love the combine. I love it all. This is the time where you can sit back and just watch some players develop. And this is um, this is what I love about the offseason, because the season, it's like it's done. When the season starts, it's like, all right, all this that you did now go show it. Yeah, for sure. And so for me, from the space that we're in doing podcasts and content, I love the offseason because um, this is the time of year where the players are relaxed in the players. So this is so for what I do for my show, Code of Conduct, I typically do a lot of interviews and I have guests on. So this is the time of year where I can actually communicate with a lot of a lot of the players in their um, schedules just are a lot more open and free and I can mm. do a lot of different things. So for me, I love this time of year. Uh, this year I took a break because last year, actually the last two years, I just went straight through. I, like I didn't stop. So 365 gotcha. for two years in a row, I kept going. And this year I'm like, you know what? I, I'm going to recharge and uh, hopefully try to come back this season. I'll be back in April. So as soon as I okay. get back, um, I got some ideas and I got some things, some, a little bit of rebranding in the process now. All these I, I'm not getting rid of them, but they won't be mm. part of my my branding anymore. So, yeah, we're just going to do some different things this year. It's going to be fun. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into it then. Okay. Let's get it. Um, I know it's early, but how do you feel going into the next season with the Bills? And, um, yeah, I'll just stick that with that one. Um, well, I guess it depends on, wh- like, what angle uh, you want to look at it from. If you're going to talk about um, – 
the team camaraderie and the chemistry that we saw for the last two seasons. I do think that there's a part of that that it that may be in danger on both offense and defense. I think okay. um when a when you lose when you lose your your offensive coordinator, a, a guy like Brian Dayball who um he's he's had some moments where Bills fans were kind of rough on him and they they said some things and oh he sucks and oh he's this and we need that. We still uh had a top 3 offense. Um we still had like Josh Allen has developed into a stud. And you got to give Brian Dayball credit there. So as much as I love Ken Dorsey, and I think that things are going to hopefully remain to go in the right direction, there there's a risk at losing your leader in the offensive room and hoping that the ship continues to go in the same direction. But then right. um, there is a part of it that makes me excited because I feel like now we saw Josh in, in that divisional round game. We saw Josh kind of graduate to the next step. We saw him mm-hmm. go from being, um, you know, a, a fringe top five quarterback in the eyes of the national media. We saw him go from that to being one a one B with Patrick Mahomes. Now everybody looks at him as if he is on the same level. He's on the same quality of everything, you know, and there's some people that feel like, you know what? He has everything that Patrick Mahomes has and some. So just depending on who you talk to, Josh has taken that step forward. So what I'm looking forward to seeing going into the next year now is, is seeing Josh, I'm not I'm not comparing him this early to the Peyton Mannings and Tom Brady's. But mm-hmm. what I'm looking forward to seeing is Josh take that next step to now take control of the offense like a Peyton Manning Tom Brady, to where the offense flows. It really flows through them. Like whatever the call is, is because that's what Josh wanted it to be. Not because that's the call that came in and the players are going to do it. Josh is like, no, nope, I'm in the Florida game. This is what it is. That's right. what I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing from Josh. Yeah, changing plays at the line if he needs to and not having to have that in your ear or whatever. Yep. Yeah. And he has yeah. some freedom there this year where he was able to um, you know, audible out of plays if so or or do th- so he has some freedom there, but mm-hmm. but it's a different level when you're talking about, you know, it, in hindsight, you're going back 20 years and you and you talk about or actually 30 years. Good grief. You, you know, you're going back and you're talking about the Buffalo Bills in the early 90s. Jim Kelly had full control of the offense. Yeah. It wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't where it's like, OK, he can just audible at the line. It's it's literally Jim Kelly was the quarterback that ushered in the era of the Peyton Manning controlling the offense, the Tom Brady's and Aaron Rodgers. So. That's that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to seeing Josh be that guy and um, and battle Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert and and Joe Burrow for the next decade of mm-hmm. being like this new class of elite guys. These are the quarterbacks that we're going to be looking at for the next decade. Yeah, I can't wait to see that um, for for Josh because I think the last two playoff games put people on notice, and you know, people now um, GMs now are saying. Um, we need a Josh Allen to where that wasn't there when he came out. People were saying, oh, he's not going to make it, this and the third. Um, he's too raw. Now people are wanting a body type of Josh Allen. So that, that's – that's it's different. It's a little it's annoying, isn't it, though? Like the, the part that's it annoying is. <laughs> It's like because now you're like you, for instance, okay, Brian Debo, uh, he signed with the the New York Giants. Right. So now Mm -hmm. you got everybody out of New York and New York is like the the biggest market in the NFL. So now they talk about the Giants on every show on NFL Network, ESPN. And now you're going to have everybody saying, yeah, Brian Debo is going to turn. 
Daniel Jones into Josh Allen. He has to take a Josh Allen leap forward. Can we stop? Uh, <laughs> Can we stop? As as Bills fans, the thing about it is this: we've seen this, we've seen it. We we are patient. We've seen that Josh when he came in. Yeah, he was raw as hell. But we also seen that talent there. So we've seen it. Yeah. Everybody's late to the table. We've already we're here. We've already seen it. And like, oh, Absolutely. the leap, the Josh Allen leap. I'm like, man, oh my. Can we stop? Like, come on, can we stop? But I, I mean, I love it because he's getting that recognition. Let's be honest, we love it. He, he worked for it. He worked yeah. for it, so he deserves yeah, the recognition. And that's and that's kind of where I was going to go. It's like, as much as, uh, yeah, I do want to give Brian Dayball credit. Like I said earlier, but Josh Allen is not like every quarterback in the league. Like he nope. works hard. as much as he has fun. He works hard, Absolutely. and that guy. Yeah. If there's something that he doesn't like about his game, I guarantee you, next season he fixes it. And mm-hmm. from, and like you mentioned, when he first came in, yeah, he was raw. But we saw. I can go and pick plays from year one and year two that he yep. looked like the Josh Allen that we saw. It, it might. It, mm-hmm. The problem was it just wasn't as consistent. He wasn't right. able to put it together for four quarters, and then another four quarters, and then another. He just, he just put together eight quarters of football, really nine quarters. He didn't get the ball back in, in, in overtime, but he put together eight quarters of football in the playoffs on the biggest stage mm-hmm. of perfect football. Yeah. Perfect football. Yeah. And let's I be honest. That. He also had some wide receivers back then that should not have been playing in the NFL. Let's Kill just be honest me. there. Kill, Kill <laughs> Sorry. Like, I brought his name up. Or not even bring it up, but you knew who I was talking about when I said that. So, that, yeah. That dude, uh, he was an offensive tackle. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And he's there, like the, the the players that Josh played with in the beginning of his career. I don't even think they're playing. Maybe one may be playing. Robert Foster Maybe. is not in the league. Kelvin Benjamin is not in the league. Um, Charles Clay was signed, uh, yeah. I think, last season, but I don't know if he's going to be on an active roster next year. You look at Zay Jones is the other only one I think is Zay active, Jones is, right? and, and obviously Isaiah McKenzie had a, a, a brief role in the offense prior to everything blowing up the way it did. So really Isaiah McKenzie and Zay Jones and Zay Jones, Mm -hmm. he just had a breakout year. This is the year that, that now he looks like, you know, his numbers were better in Buffalo, but that's because he had more opportunity. Now the quality of snaps that he actually, the opportunities that he's getting out there in in Las Vegas, he's, he's actually looked like a completely different player. He looks great. Yeah, he does. I'm not going to lie. He does look great. Okay. If you were a GM, what moves would you make to improve the offense and the defense? So I kind of talked about this in the spaces yesterday because so there's a there's a good number of people inside of Buffalo and outside of Buffalo that thinks the Buffalo Bills on defense really, really needs a a dynamic pass rusher. And we've all said it for years. We've we've mm-hmm. you know we want to get to the quarterback. Here's the thing. I think we have to put things in perspective. We had the number one ranked defense. So, I mean, so regardless of how you want to look at it, we top, we stop teams from scoring more points than everybody else in the league. <laughs> like, so, so regardless if we were getting to the quarterback via sacks, regardless, um, regardless of how it happened, we got the ball back and we scored more than the other, than our opponents did. Right. So at the end of the day, whether we're getting sacks or not, the defense did their job. And so what I look at is I think the Buffalo Bills, I think Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier are are happy with, with the formula that they have. They keep guys healthy. 
when you're talking about getting guys that make those type of plays, uh, you're going to get guys that you're going to play 80% of the snaps on defense. They don't have anybody on their team right now that they're looking at as, as those type of players to play 80%, 85% of the snaps. Mm-hmm. We have rotational pieces to where everybody is basically around that 50 to 60% of snaps during the game. When that happens, I don't think that you're going to see the Buffalo Bills go and make a big splash defensive end type play. Now, mm-hmm. if Khalil Mack is just is available, go get him. I'm not saying don't <laughs> Hell go yeah. get him. But um, as far as as far as being a GM on defense, you know, I, I think the, the areas of concern are obviously defensive tackle, and I also think cornerback. Because um, I think we're going to lo- lose Levi Wallace, or if we retain him, the thing is you're going to retain him for an amount of money. The contract that now he's going to be able to get because of the way he stepped up after Trey went down, he's going to command you know six to ten million a year. I'd rather if I'm going to spend 10 million and this is with all due respect to Levi. I love Levi. Right. However, if I'm going to spend 10 million dollars. So put it like this. If if I give you if I say, you know what? I got two cars for you. Both of them are going to cost you fifty thousand dollars. And I I show you a two thousand twenty two Cadillac Escalade. And then I show you a nineteen ninety eight whatever. Mm hmm. Nine times out of ten, everybody gonna take that Escalade because absolutely it's, it's it's improved, it's upgraded, the technology's better, it's faster, all that stuff. So the the point that I'm making about Levi is like while Levi is reliable, while Levi has done everything that the team has asked him to do, and he doesn't go off script, and he plays he plays hard. The thing is, if I can get a guy that I know is is maybe a step away from being a shutdown corner, maybe two steps away from being a shutdown corner to go opposite of Trey. You do that because now you got an all pro safety. You got a guy that should have been an all pro safety back there with them with Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. You Mm -hmm. got Trey White. And then if you can get a guy that's on a similar caliber, yeah, you go and get a cornerback to shut down the air attack. In this day, you need air. You need need to stop the air. So um, for me, I, I think the Buffalo Bills look to continue what they're doing. I think continuity is important. Over the offseason, you're going to have a lot of people trying to change the makeup of the team because we didn't win the last game. Yeah. But when you look at it, the Buffalo Bills, two years in a row, went in with the same type of roster, basically. We had, you got Sanders was different. And then obviously Trey went down. So we were different at cornerback. But when you look at the matchup, the Buffalo Bills completely played a better game against the Chiefs this year than they did last year in the AFC Championship. For sure. And the difference was health. They were healthy. Yeah. So, so while you have the media and you have fans all saying we need to completely like figure this thing out, we need to get faster and we need to get the Buffalo Bills are like, wait a minute, if we would have got the ball back first at overtime, we probably wouldn't have this conversation right now. Absolutely. And Josh so won why, the game twice. So Josh I mean, won the game twice. So yeah. why blow things up and say, no, I gotta, I gotta make a splash for what we're really right there. People are talking about Saquon Barkley on offense or Christian McCaffrey on offense. Do you think we're a Saquon Barkley type talent away from winning a Super Bowl? I don't. I think I think if we would have beat the Kansas City Chiefs, I think we would have won the Super Bowl. Yeah. With Devin Singh. And, and that's what hurts. And that's what hurts about this whole season with the Buffalo Bills. Because it was unfinished business that was left on the field. And as fans, we know that. I'm not a type of fan that say just explode all this stuff up. Let's start over. You can't. We're in a good space with the Buffalo Bills. Let's just breathe 
And I don't know if a running we we do need a running back. We all know that, but I don't know if it's if it's a running back. A one running back will come here and change the night the, the change to Buffalo Bills, and like you said, make us go over that 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 hump of going to the to the Super Bowl. I don't know a running back will do that. I think it's more in the trenches. Trenches, I think, for me. No, I agree with you because, and so when you mentioned the trenches, then for me, as the GM, um, I know the offensive line started to gel and look a lot better. Feliciano didn't end the season as a starter, and the offensive line looked good. Mm-hmm. That's the GM role that I'm looking at. Okay, let's move yeah. on from Feliciano now, and let's let's go with the guys that we ended the year with. But let's get better depth. Let's let's um let's let's draft guys. They drafted Spencer Brown last year. Let's draft it. I know it's I know you don't draft Spencer Brown every year, but let's let's there's some there are some studs <laughs> on the mm-hmm. offensive line in this year's draft. Yeah. Draft another one. We don't and have wide to, receivers too. Why to me, wide receiver, um, and I've been saying this for months, and people have been dragging me, people have been angry with, with this take. But I said back in November um that this team is gonna look different next season. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel Sanders is gonna retire. Cole Beasley now has requested a trade or yep. requested permission to seek a trade. Isaiah McKenzie wants the bag. Now yep. we might miss out on all three of them. Yeah. We might miss out on all three of them. And if we do, let me ask you this because Joe Miller and I kind of um, got into a good debate about this. He's a big fan of Isaiah Hodgins. He's a fan of Jake Kumaro. Cool. Mm. That's cool. That's cool. Do you trust Isaiah Hodgins to fill in, uh, Emmanuel Sanders' role, or do you trust Jake Kumaro to fill in Cole Beasley's role? Or it, the thing, and, and the reason why I ask that question is when you look at the Super Bowl winning teams over the last, look at the last three years, mm-hmm. and you look at the talent that it took to win on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. So this year, who won, right? The Rams run. They had yep. Odell Beckham Jr. as their second receiver. They had Cooper Cup as their number one receiver. If Robert Woods didn't get hurt, guess what? Robert Woods would have been the second receiver. So you had three high-caliber guys as your starters. So so that's just off the rip. So when you're talking about the Buffalo Bills, yeah, we got Stephon Diggs. Yeah, we got Gabriel Davis. After that, do you you really want to trust – Isaiah Hodgins, like, is he the type of, and and this is with all respect to him. Uh, You know, a lot of times people think when I, when I have these um, criticisms or when I have these takes, I'm not not disrespecting them. What I'm saying is to me, it's absolutely very clear that Isaiah Hodgins is not uh, Calvin Ridley. Like it's very clear that they're not the same caliber of player. And when you're looking at the, the previous year, look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Antonio Brown was, wide receiver three <laughs> he was the third receiver right and he normally is one <laughs> he, he's a he's the he's the top dog so when right you, again you're looking at the teams that's winning these super bowls and and there's talent across the board so so do i am i worried about the wide receiver position yes i would absolutely love if the buffalo bills are use our number one draft pick our first round draft pick this year on a wide receiver i know it's but deep I, and you can get one in the second round and get one in the mm-hmm. third round don't do what don't do what Green Bay Packers have done to Aaron Rodgers for his entire career. I know you continue to give Josh weapons. That's what you, you have do. to. Yes, and I don't. We don't know how Hodges is. We haven't seen him. It's been what three years since he years. since he's since he's came out come out. So we don't know if if, if right is it two or three? Two, two. 
too. Oh, so we don't know how he play. I mean, I don't know if Joe is looking at it because I know he's he's kind of close with him. I don't know if he's looking at it in the eyes of when he came out, but there's a window for him. And I'm not saying his window is closed, but there's a window for him. And now there's other wide receivers that's going to be coming in and they're going to be looking at him, them and maybe bypassing this guy. Hopefully they don't because when he first came out, technically he was, they said he was better route runner than um, Gabe Davis. So, you know, we don't know, but hopefully he can make that impact for, for the coaches and they see him. Well, Joe, I think Joe, um, cause he often references. Um, so, so when he, when Hodgins came out before his injury, I believe he had like a, a core injury or something. I can't mm-hmm. quite remember the injury, but prior yeah. to that injury, he was making waves at training camp and people were higher on Hodges than they were Davis. So in Joe's mind, that translates till now. It's like, well, Hodges was better than Davis. So he's probably, and I, I, my thing is when you look at that, you can't, you can't assume that things have remained constant. Right. I think Gabriel Davis has taken multiple steps forward and I think he's grown by leaps and bounds. And Absolutely. I don't think Gabriel Davis is the same player that we saw from him in training camp his rookie year. I think, I no. think Gabriel Davis is now, he's a dude, like he's a man on that field. He's that guy. And I just think, you know, so so I just think it's a different conversation to have now. But um, like I said, I respect Joe's opinion and I know he is fond of him as a person as well. So hopefully mm-hmm. Isaiah Hodges proves me wrong. Hopefully Jake right. Kumaro proves me wrong. Hopefully right. uh, Stevenson proves me wrong. However, yes, absolutely. I, that to me, however, where I'm at um, again, you're asking me what GM moves I would do. So if the, like free agency is right around the corner, we got free agency in the draft. So for me, on offense, there's there's only one guy that I've been pounding the table for all offseason so far, and that's Cordero Patterson. He's not okay. he's not the huge splash guy. He's not the guy that um, you know, he's not I know uh there's a bunch of guys now being rumored that are gonna be released. Mm-hmm. So he's not he's not he's not cooped down in Dallas. He's not um, you know, he's he's not he's not those those top three receivers or running backs that's gonna be out there. But I'll tell you what he is. Cordero Patterson immediately upgrade your running back room. Cordero Patterson immediately upgrade your punt and kick return position, which I hate to say, I told you so Buffalo. I told you so <laughs> we were going to miss yeah. Andre Roberts. And I was, I was the one that was consistent with that. And everybody dragged me. Like, yeah. Oh, he didn't even do nothing in the offense. What, what? Tell me, tell me why we are champion. Like we're going to sit here and act like as much as I love Isaiah McKenzie, we're gonna act like he wasn't a liability on special teams. I think everybody when the when the ball went was like, is he gonna catch the ball or what's going on? I mean, I would hold my breath. I swear to God, I was just like, oh, okay, got it. It, it was it was nervous, nervous back there. Nervous. He wasn't consistent. So yep. yeah. All and, right. Well, and during, during the offseason so far, I've been chilling. So I've been watching um, on HBO. They do the hard knocks, and, and you mm-hmm. know they did an in season hard knocks. And yepers. The end season hard knocks, they did it with the Indianapolis Colts. And I watched it. And when it got to the week where they played the Buffalo Bills, they were in yeah. like, so they were like watching film. And, and the guy, the special teams coach was like, Yeah, this guy's going to put it on the ground. Yep. He, and he I, I see that episode. Yep. It, oh, it grinded my as a, as, <laughs> a, right, as a Bills fan, you're just like, Oh. I'm like, and I purposely, <laughs> I, the thing about it, I was watching that the whole time. I did not watch that episode because I wasn't ready. And then off season, I watched it, and I was like, "Damn, man!" And guess damn. what? He gave it up without even being yes. Hit. 
he ran out and slipped the joint fella and i'm like oh my god and he was like, didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? And I was just like, shut up. Like, and, and, no. and then the one player was like, he was like, he said he was going to give it up. I didn't right. think it was going to be like that, but right. did I take it? <laughs> oh, my. That game alone, though. That game alone. I love the backstories of games, but when it's against our team, I hate it. But, I mean, that was a good episode, but as a fan of the Buffalo Bills, what's not? We weren't in a good light. <laughs> We were not in the good. Well, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Yeah, I did like how they portrayed Josh there. Like they portrayed Josh as being a top three quarterback. I absolutely love that. But mm-hmm. but yeah, the other stuff. And then they're like they're in Buffalo, and you got the coach having dinner with uh, Bruce Smith. Oh my guy. god, I know. And then they come in and smack us. I, like Jonathan <laughs> Taylor gets five touchdowns and runs for eight hundred yards. Like, One, two. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I mean, speaking of Colby Z and um, now that he requested, I guess, a trade or whatever. Um, does that change for you? Does, you know, anybody in the draft or free agency, does Colby Z requesting that? Does that tr- change your mind about who we want? And the Buffalo Bills now? Uh, no. Well, for me, uh, like I said, I've been I've been on the the re- the receiver being the, the first draft pick back since November now. But um, what it does for me, I think you still want to draft a receiver, but I also think it it opens the door for for Brandon Bean once he kind of creates some cap space with whatever restructures and whatever cuts and everything he's going to do. I think mm-hmm. maybe you do go and look at a Christian Kirk, or you do go and look at. Um, the possibility of trading for a Calvin Ridley. Like right now I, f- I hear that it's like a, a second round draft pick. Maybe okay. you you package that extra fifth round draft pick in a sixth or a fourth and move up and try to, you know, like try to get another mm-hmm. draft pick to send down there to them or something. Because the thing is the Buffalo Bills are also in this place where, um, you know, our team is is so stacked. We're loaded. We're a good team. So right. we're drafting guys, and our fifth round draft picks are now being plucked to go to other teams. Mm-hmm. You know, you lose Wild Goose last year, so you're drafting these guys. You're investing in them. You're growing them, and then they walk out the door to go to another organization. At this point, um, I'm not saying get rid of the picks, but at the same time, use them. You know, so right. if 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 you know, okay, we're going to draft this guy here in the fifth round that we think is pretty good, but he probably won't make the team. Mm-hmm. Okay, use that fifth round draft pick, package it with something, trade, move up yeah. and get a get a. So instead of picking twenty, what are we twenty fifth this year? Mm-hmm. Instead mm-hmm. of picking twenty fifth, I think twenty six. I think twenty six. Okay, so instead of twenty six, figure out a way to package something and move up to fifteen or move it. And I know everybody's not going to agree with with being that aggressive, but the reason why I'm saying that is because. We literally last year we brought back 21 of 22 starters. When that yeah. happens, when when you do that, it's almost like it's a waste to go through the whole draft process and, and bring in nine guys when you know you're only going to re- really be able to keep four. Mm-hmm. That's a, yeah. that's it's, it's pointless. So what I'm saying is, instead of getting a guy at 26, go ahead and get that guy that's up there at 14. That's that true. guy that would never fall to 26, go ahead and get a caliber of guy that you know that could come in from day one and start and make a difference on the team. Yeah, because I don't think like in, in previous you know years, if you if the Buffalo Bills had all these picks, they were probably keeping all those players. Now mm-hmm. that's not the case. 
we don't need all those players. And like you said, do a package deal or whatever the case may be. Because if if you're pick, um, I don't know, 180, nine you might not make the team. So, yes, let's just that that pick, give it to someone or, you know, like you said, put in a package deal. Because we need, we need players that we need to to help us win to to the, towards going towards the Super Bowl. We don't need players just to be here. We need those players to help us win because we're Buffalo Bills in a different mind space right now. We're not that. Let's just make the, you know, the um the finals or the um playoffs and that's great, great season. No, we're not there. We're past that now. We're past the playoffs. <laughs> And, and then, like we I have said, moved on we, to we, something we're else. We're past it. Um, so, like, back to the Levi conversation, and back to like moving up and all this stuff. So now you're talking about eight million to ten million a year for Levi Wallace. Go out and, and trade a fifth round draft pick for James Bradbury. Go and get James oh. Bradbury for the same amount, the same salary. You're getting a better cornerback as opposed to drafting a guy that's not going to make the team anyway, that's going to be plucked mm-hmm. off your practice squad to go and play for the Jets or go and play for right. New England. Like, instead of doing right. that, trade that draft pick and get a guy that you know is going to make your roster, that's going to upgrade the position that last year, you know, some people thought going into last season they should have upgraded. So that that's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. And I, look, I trust Brandon Bean. He's going, to do, he's going to do the best thing for the team like he has, but I just think that now – you know, going into year five of this year, six, whatever it is, Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott now have a completely different scenario than they did when they drafted Josh, yes. you know, so, so yeah. you can't, you can't build. A, so yeah, best player available. I, I always appreciate and love how Brandon Bean builds teams that way. However, it's, it's more than just saying, okay, we're going to draft best player available. Now it's how can we yeah. properly use all of our resources that actually make sense for the team? Because you Absolutely. can have a because their mindset draft. has to change too. Yeah, right for yeah. sure. Yep, yep. yep. For you sure. have a phenomenal draft, oh. but you're drafting for another team. Wild Goose is literally a New York Jet. <laughs> literally a New York Jet. Wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. And I liked him, but uh, um, but you can't keep everybody. Um, that being said, what um, what one player you wish you seen more of last season? Uh, there's actually quite a few. Um, I, I wish I'll go with two of them though. I'll okay. Go, I'll go with two of them. So both on offense. I wish that um, Antonio Williams would have gotten a shot, um, maybe mm. some weeks over Moss. I think that um, you know I don't know if many people remember watching him at North Carolina, but he he's a he's not the guy that's considered like a a speedy back, but he compared to what we have with Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, he's absolutely a change of pace back. And I think that he hits the hole hard. He runs hard. I think he's very good. I would have liked to see him get opportunity. Um, And then also I've been saying this. I think Isaiah McKenzie is the key to the Buffalo (laughs) Bills offense being um, now I'm very critical of him in special teams. Obviously you just heard me talk Uh about how he put the ball on the ground. Um, But as a wide receiver, him being on the field opens up so much for Stefan Diggs. It opens so much for Cole Beasley. It opened up for everybody. And and I just I wish that the Buffalo Bills would have utilized him a little bit more because for me, if I'm Cole Beasley going into this offseason as a free agent and say the Bills do call and say, hey, you know what? We absolutely want to retain you. We want to keep you. 
why why would I want to be retained or kept by a team who barely used me in the offense in the first place? Right. And, and we have film on him being a key role. He he's played in on this team in a key role before in the offense, and then we got away from it. We've seen him be like the master of all of these um you know, all these gadget plays and things that we used him for, and he was very effective, and then we got away from it. Uh-huh. For So it's like, if I'm Isaiah McKenzie and I can go and get a bag from the Patriots, or I can go and get a bag from whoever, and I can be wide receiver number two or wide receiver number three, and know I'm going to get my money, I'm going to be out on the field, I'm, I, I'm not going to get benched twice in the season like he did in Buffalo. You know, like, why? Now, he might really love Buffalo the way he says he does. And he might really play for a bag of candy. Who knows? <laughs> but I know <laughs> everything that I'm hearing. I feel like a, he wants his bag and B he wants his respect and he deserves both. Absolutely. He does. I mean, he took a major cut last year. Yeah. Like major. he said, he would play for, for candy. He's not going to play for candy this year. You're going to have to put some donuts some some cupcakes and something in there because he's not going to do it. And he, and he shouldn't. A lot of people say that players shouldn't take d- discounts. And I, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of on that as well. I mean, but especially when it comes to guys who are on the low totem pole, I don't think you should take a pay cut. I don't like, I mean, pretty sure Josh Allen took a pay cut. I mean, but it's still a lot of money. I just don't believe you're out there. You never know what, what can happen especially for an Isaiah McKenzie. So I wouldn't be mad if he's gone, but him gone, Beasley gone, and Sanders may be gone, that's a lot. And as a fan, I'm nervous, but I know your GM is going to do and make moves to where you you won't miss them, I guess. You know what I mean? So that's the only thing that's holding me together, (laughs) kind of, this offseason, because we have that GM that can do it. Yeah. And well, this year, I'm going to tell you, um, if there's a year for you to be a little short on wide receiver, this is the year to do it. And, you know, the draft is deep with wide receiver talent. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you watch the combine. I, wait, I know you watch the combine. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you watching the combine and you seeing those numbers like the 40 times for these receivers. Oh, my God. And size and the cone drills and all the stuff that you're seeing these guys do. It's like. Yo, like this this year. So in the same breath, I, I also want to say there's a realistic opportunity that Isaiah McKenzie does stay because mm-hmm. the draft is so deep. There is a deep free agency class this year as well with wide receiver. Isaiah McKenzie might not get the bag he's looking for. So he yep. might be forced to bet on himself again and say, you know what? I'll come back to Buffalo one more time. Try to win this championship with Josh. Let's um. Let's do it, but I need to be a part of the key office of blah, blah, blah. Yep. And he might take less to come back and play until next season or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, the, but the problem is wide receivers are becoming like running backs. And by that, yes. I mean every year in the draft, we there might not be first-round talent every year in, in, for running backs, but every year you're going to get a guy in the third round or the fourth round that comes out that – ends up being like come is seemingly coming out of nowhere, you know, a la Alvin Kamara. He he was a third round draft pick. He came in and blew up and everybody was like, holy smokes, look at this guy. Every year there's a third round draft pick, Philip uh, Lindsay from a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Like you look at these guys coming in the third and fourth round and they're doing everything that you need for a running back to do. And they're, they're beasting. We didn't get that from our third round picks. We didn't get that no. from, from Devin Singletary and Moss, but 
I'm telling you, now that's how the wide receiver position is starting to be, where every year you're getting five guys that come out that pretty much are your wide receiver one or wide receiver two. Justin mm-hmm. Jefferson, if it wasn't for the fact that he already had a stud out there with him in Minnesota, Justin Jefferson by far would have been the number one receiver in Minnesota. Right. These guys yeah. are coming out of college now like that. Like they're coming out and you saw Cincinnati. Look at Cincinnati has two of them. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. It's crazy. Cincinnati, it, yeah, Cincinnati, we play them. Um, but yeah, speaking of combine, these they were running a four two. I I I was I said, wait a minute, that cannot be right. A four two, the guy pulled up because of his I don't know what happened, but he injured himself. But um there are some fast wide receivers out there. And I was having the discussion on Twitter uh, about that. And I think a rookie can come in and step in and, and play a, a great role depending on that rookie. And he was saying most rookies can't, you know, and, you know, back and forth. And again, I don't do the back and forth with people. Your opinion is your opinion. Mine is mine. But, you know, great to have, you know, the interaction. But uh, this rookie um, wide receiver room class is going to be special. I can I can kind of see that for and hopefully the Bills will get get some as well. Um my hope is so, for two. I want two. Oh, okay. I'm not mad at that. Speaking of quarterbacks a little bit or or of rookies, um Joe Burrow, right? So the narrative that came out this season or last season, um Joe Burrow was like the best quarterback in the AFC. Where do you put him? Um, so it's tough because obviously his leadership qualities, um, if we're talking intangibles, I'll put him, I'll put him right dead at the top of the list. You know, when it comes to intangibles, Mm -hmm. he has, he just has that it factor. He has that swag. And I hate to use the word swag. I feel like it's so played, but he, (laughs) he just has a certain thing about him that, that he just motivates the guys around him and, and he wins. He he reminds me of Doug Flutie in that sense. Like Doug Flutie, mm-hmm. he wasn't, he didn't have the strongest arm. He wasn't the, but he, Joe Burrow can throw it. So let me, I don't want that to be misunderstood. Right. But I mean, like there, Doug Flutie just had a thing about him. He was a winner, regardless of what mm-hmm. situation you put him in, Doug Flutie was winning. And Joe Burrow is that kind of guy. Um, but if you, if you go outside of the intangibles and you're actually just looking at quarterback qualities, He's not a Josh Allen. He's not a Patrick Mahomes. He's not Joe Herbert. So, or Justin Herbert. I'm sorry. Um, mm-hmm. So, so for me, he's about maybe six or seven on my list, which is still a great spot. But there's right. no way I can put him in front of Aaron Rodgers. There's no way I could put him in front of Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert and and hell, I mean, he's lucky Tom Brady retired because that's another slot that. He was going to be behind, you know, he's lucky that Deshaun Watson has these legal issues because that's another spot that you're behind. He's lucky that, you know, like, so there's guys in the league Mm -hmm. right now when you look at, you know, Matt Stafford just won a Super Bowl. Are we going to are we going to sit here and say that it was just because of the team he was on? Or are we going to look back at the years that he didn't have anybody after Megatron retired? and He still put up those numbers, but the team sucked. Yeah, Matt Stafford, he's a baller. So, so it just depends on on. And some people put Lamar Jackson there. I personally don't. I love Lamar, but I don't put him as a top. I don't think he's a top quarterback. Um, and that's a different discussion we can go there later. But you know, you you can't put him. I, I think there's a good six or seven guys that that you just absolutely can't put Joe Burrow in front of. Yeah, 
I'm 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 with you there. I just think it was just a narrative because of him being in the Super Bowl and this is second year and he made it. And 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 I was and I was the type of fan. I was a fan that I don't I don't bet I don't want to be that fan, but I found myself watching the Super Bowl saying, "Please don't let him win," because all we're going to hear is that Joe Burrow is the number one AFC top quarterback. And I was just like, oh, come on, y'all. Like, serious. All the work that these guys have done, that 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 Josh Allen has done, um, and, and I'll I'll put um, Jackson in it, Lamar Jackson in that. I'll put Justin Herbert in all of that. All the work that these guys have done, and you're just going to dismiss them. I just, come on. I don't think and that's fair. I think fair. I something similarly to that. I was looking it up while you said that. Um, it was one of those, and I'm like, oh yeah, I said I really like Burrow, but I don't want to argue all summer about why he's still not better than Mahomes or Allen. If he wins the Super Bowl, the the Twitter world will be unbearable, and that's exactly what you're talking about. Because mm-hmm. you know, but but in fairness to him, if he would have won, that's what winning does for you. Yeah, you know, if, no, for sure. If Josh yes. Allen, his, his rookie year um, when we or was it his rookie his second year when we went to the playoffs against the Texans mm-hmm. and we lost. If Josh Allen would have pulled that game out and we would have won, nobody would have been talking about sugar high Josh making bad decisions. Nope. Nobody would have been talking about, but because we lost the game because he tried to pitch it to Knox and it went out of bounds and all of it. Like, so because of certain decisions that were made, it, it made, it made the narrative of Josh change right yes. now. Joe Burrow has done, and he's been in the situations to where the narrative for him has allowed, it, 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 the winning has allowed for people to look at him in a positive light. So I don't want to take that from him. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a good quarterback. He's a great leader. I like yeah. him. He's he's one of my favorite players outside of Buffalo. Absolutely. One of my favorite players outside of Buffalo. But but when you're talking about quarterback play, he, he's no listen. Real talk. <laughs> it, it's still weird to say this because I'm a bill like I'm just used to being. EJ Manuel and Tyrod Taylor and mm-hmm. Jeff Tool and like we can we can list all of these guys, yes. but we got Josh Allen. So it's like we really have, depending on however you mm-hmm. depending on what you value in quarterback play, we have either one, two, or three in the league. And there's nobody. If somebody comes to you right now and says Josh Allen is lower than three on the list of best quarterback play in the quarterback, they don't know football. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's so funny that the Josh Allen talk or the discussions are around when Bill's fans and community was like, we knew it. (laughs) You guys are late to the party. We've been talking about Josh Allen and how he's going to grow and how he's going to take those leaps. You guys are late. The party started. Yeah. The party's been started. You know what I'm saying? You guys are just doing this now because of what happened with Kansas City, but we've been on the train forever. You know, so but, I think it's funny. In fairness to, to what everybody else is saying when they're critical of him. The thing is, though, you know, same thing I just said about Burrow. Josh had to do it. Oh, and absolutely. He, finally he said it, it too. On a national stage, you know, so on a national stage in front of everybody against the Patriots. Like, Perfect game. You that know, was the best, like, beautiful game. Beautiful game, man. I might watch that again when we get done with this. I might go put that on. <laughs> that was, <laughs> when I tell you, I loved every bit of that because I have New England fans, um, Patriots fans. My wife is a Patriots fan. Her family is a Patriots fan. All of them. So oh. it was, it was, oh, when I tell you, it was the most beautiful thing. Like, 
a perfect game against New England. Oh my God, I was enjoying every minute of that game. Every minute. My mother called me on that game. <laughs> my grandmother is from Boston, so she she often um calls me when we play the Patriots and she has her junk that she likes to talk to. <laughs> when I tell you, when I tell you that was the first time I treated Elizabeth like Elizabeth <laughs> and not Graham. She wasn't Graham. I called her and oh, I, God, I went in on her. I like and she was like, I didn't realize she's like, I have never heard you talk like this. I said, Well, you need to listen more. Right. This is coming like, from the toes, grandma. <laughs> from for years, man. Yeah. Like like Tom Brady, and you know what? And I, I don't want to switch the conversation to the Patriots, but I'm gonna tell you mm-hmm. what the Patriots fans, they still yeah. there there's a lot of there's a lot of talk about about their quarterback and about the direction of their team. Yo, Tom Brady gone. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just telling y'all. Yeah, that that's it's over. Yeah. It's over. Matt and you Jones, have a new AC. You have a new yeah. offensive coordinator now. New offensive coordinator. Everything is new. And I'm gonna tell you, y'all gonna get to the playoffs. You know, Mac Jones isn't horrible. I, I'm not, no. I don't, I don't wanna, he's not horrible. I'm not a hater, but I'm gonna just mm-hmm. tell you what he's not, he's not Tom Brady. Y'all not no. about to control the division no more. Like, guess what? It's our time. The Buffalo Bills. <laughs> It comes through 716. You're going to ride through. You're going to catch a, a plane into Buffalo or Chictawaga, and you're going to go ahead and, and drive through <laughs> Buffalo and then go down to Orchard Park, and that's where it goes through. It's going through Orchard Park, and you, you just got to deal with it. We had to deal with it going through. I don't even Hell, know. Hell, yeah. Really, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> and I, I go there and visit. I don't know. Michigan, I don't Look, know. Fox, Fox I mean, uh, cool. Massachusetts, Fox, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Foxborough's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's a it's a beautiful stadium. I love the stadium. I love – but Boston – We ain't going and, there. And, 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 go. We ain't going there go. no more. Sorry. It, the AFC is ran through – AFC East, Buffalo. It goes through Buffalo. And guess what? And Sorry. Guess what? I, after this year – Coming up after this season, coming up, I'll be I'll be the first one to publicly come out and say it this way, and and I'm a double, triple, quadruple down on this take all year. The AFC <laughs> is going to start running through Buffalo as well, not just the AFC East. I'm t- I'm telling you right now, the program that Sean McDermott is putting together and the consistency in the way that he's building the team, he's not building the team depending on Josh Allen. When oh, you look no. at the Kansas City Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs depend on Patrick Mahomes. If Patrick Mahomes and that offense isn't going, their defense, they won a couple games from the season, but they're not winning games. The Buffalo mm-hmm. Bills went into the playoffs with a top-rated defense and a top-rated offense. That doesn't happen every year for every team. The Bills are building consistently well-balanced teams. The, yeah. the, the NFL is about to go through. I'm, I'm telling you, I said last year, like, I haven't been more sure of something since I said LeBron was going to bring the Lakers another championship, and he did it in the bubble. Okay. I promise you, within the Look next you. three years, I'm te- I'm serious. All right, Chloe. Chloe, what is I it? What is her name? Cleo. Uh, Miss, Miss Cleo. <laughs> Miss Cleo. But I'm. But I'm telling you, I, I, I look, and I know a lot of people watch sports and they know sports, so I'm not no better than anybody else. No, and, yeah. and this is just my personal feeling. But I mean, I watch a lot of sports. I watch a lot of football. I watch trends. I'm in I'm in banking and numbers. So okay. trends for me, numbers, statistics for me matter. When you watch everything and you put everything together, the Buffalo Bills are trending the right yeah. way to the right yeah. places. They're not yeah. just getting there. I don't think Cincinnati Bengals are even going to make the playoffs next year. That's what I'm telling mm-hmm. you. They a lot of people are saying that too. Yeah. 
they 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 caught on at the right time. They were hot. They they won games the right way, but they they won games in a way that's not sustainable. The way the mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills are building their team. They're building their team to stop teams from scoring and for their offense to score well. <laughs> like that's what they're well, doing. And speaking of um, Cincinnati or the Bengals, um, you can't sustain that because your quarterback is getting sacked seven to nine times. Come on now. That man. And not even that, he came out that he had an injury after the Super Bowl. He had an M- uh, M- MCL. MCL. It doesn't need spring. Yeah. Right. It doesn't, he doesn't need surgery for it, but he's getting killed back there. You can't keep allowing your quarterback to get killed back there. And I'll tell you what, if it wasn't the Super Bowl, he wouldn't have stayed in that game. Right. That, you know, You're right. So you, you can't. He, they asked him to come out. He said he wasn't coming out. Yeah, it's the Super Bowl. You're not coming yeah, out. Yeah, you're not coming out. It's like, you're, you're hurt. You need to sit or whatever. And he was like, I'm not coming out. Like, why would you even ask yeah. that question? It's a Super Bowl, bro. Yeah. yeah. Come on. No. And I, re- right. I respect that. Too. I respect yeah, that. But, for but, sure. But it's not sustainable. It's so, not. The we're done are after this. <laughs> yep. They're building sustained success. There's no way yeah. the Buffalo Bills are falling off the face of the earth. Yeah, for sure. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna switch it up a little bit. Um, I had another question, but I think we already answered that one. Um, what's next for you in this um podcast community? I know you kind of spoke on it um earlier, but um, what's going on with you and um content creation in this community? Um, well, I'm looking at doing a couple things, but um, the the biggest thing for me is uh, I'm looking to change, you know. Just my branding a little bit. I want to. I want to venture outside of Buffalo. I want to be more. I want to be known for more than being a Buffalo Bills uh, content creator or podcaster. Okay. I want to. Um, I want to kind of open things up for music. I want to open things up for. Um, I'm a. I'm a huge supporter of women and women equality and women's rights. But I also want to start to to shift conversations and focus in on um, mental health for Black men. Mm-hmm. And not to cut uh, you I off, because today, March, is Women's Month. Sorry. It is Women's Month. So shout out yep. to all the women. Shout out to my peoples over there at Bill's Mafia Babes, who I have a very great relationship with. And Absolutely. Uh, and obviously, I'm on I'm on T's show right now, or T and Mike, but T's show right now. And um, so shout out to all the women, Woo-hoo. you know. <laughs> but but for me, as far as, um, and I'm not coming back until April anyway. So yeah, th- so for women right now, y'all got this thing, and y'all gonna keep having it, but <laughs> But I do want to kind of shift the the, um, the conversation to to things I've experienced in life. I want to be able to have conversations that I think can help people. Um, I grew mm-hmm. up in the church and, and the church that I grew up in, it, it wasn't. Um, and I know like a lot of people have religious ties and, and um, things of, of that nature. But mm-hmm. I grew up in a, in a very, very, very strict, a very militant type church. And and it kind of it took away a lot of the freedoms that some people take for granted but a lot of people black men especially um who who grew up in the same type of programs that i did um it just didn't afford them the the certain relationships the certain lifestyles certain opportunities because things were stripped from us in that in that way so i want to have those conversations because i think it could be i think it could be freeing and help people heal uh from certain you know from certain pains from people and backgrounds so you know stuff like that, and then I also kind of want to want to kind of dip into the space where we're talking about you know like relationship stuff too. I think a lot of times, um, I know there's a ton of relationship pods and a lot of all that stuff, but I think a lot mm-hmm. of times um, it has to come from a place that can that can be relatable to a specific crowd. I don't from where I'm from in Buffalo, I don't see much rep- representation for the type of show that I want to do for Buffalo. 
Okay. I am not mad at that. The more Jay Spence, the better, I think. Because yeah, I, you know, you, you, just, <laughs> you, just, <laughs> you know, you know, um, I support everything you do because I just think you're such a positive person in the community and a positive person in general. So if people have issues, is this they have issues with themselves because you always bring out nothing but positivity. So like I, I want all that for you. All of that for you for sure. I appreciate it. I try. Yeah. I try. And and um because the thing is I want everybody to love. And mm-hmm. uh because what I'm realizing is and and I'm not gonna we don't have to talk about this a lot, but like what I'm realizing is with my life, um things are cool. You know, I you know, houses, cars, money, whatever it is that you that you're into, they're cool. But the thing is, you can have all that stuff, and I'm I'm just learning that now. Like relationships matter more than anything that I've ever had. Absolutely. So like having a good relationship with you as my sister, having a good relationship yep. with um, you know, like for me to it's worth so much more than money. So mm-hmm. I, I'm I want to I want to help people understand their pains and their traumas and then move past them so that way they can build healthy relationships with people who matter. So th- that's really that. what I'm all about. Definitely love that for you. Oh, I can't wait because I can see it. I can definitely see that. All right, we're gonna keep it light. We're going light. Um, I got quick draw or quick. Let's get it. Yeah, quick fire. Um, I did not send them to you because I just want you to go top of the dome. So, cake or cookies? Mm. So you think it's cookies? Beer because I love both. Oh, okay. I say beer or wheat. Okay, you say wheat. Wheat, yeah, yeah, wheat. Football or basketball? Football. Oh, that I, was hard. I, I know because you are a basketball. You love basketball. <laughs> that was hard. That was. I hard. know because you also had a basketball pod, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. R and B or rap? Rap. Okay. Mass singer or the voice? Mass singer. Apple or Droid? Droid. Um, radio or playlist? Playlist. Pumpkin spice or sweet potato pie? <laughs> sweet potato pie. I don't even know why you do that question. Anymore. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> because you guys had that for Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh, up, yeah. yeah. Super Bowl or in a, a NBA Finals? NBA Finals. Ooh, damn. Okay. J. Cole or Pusha T? J. Cole. Okay. Snowfall or The Wire? If this was drink champs, I would take a drink. So, <laughs> That's what I'm I should have did, right? Yeah, okay. I'm going to say snowfall, though. The reason why I'm going to say snowfall, though, is because, like, I didn't. So I watched The Wire, and I understand why everybody looks at it as, like, one of the greatest street shows and, and hood mm-hmm. shows. But, um, I don't. I didn't. I didn't get into it when it was out, so I went yeah, back me to it. It didn't have the same effect on me. Yep. Snowfall. I'm into it. Like I'm. I'm, I'm in the snowfall. I can't. I didn't even see the last one, so I got to go and watch it today. Me and we'll my catch wife. Up. You got to yeah. text me when you're yeah. done. I'm gonna do that okay. That thing I, is- I will. It was fire. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They doing it I right. Would. Okay. All right. Another one. Loyalty or respect. Uh, and loyalty. And I want to go loyalty because um, I feel like if you're loyal to me, you, you're not you're not going to be loyal to somebody that you don't respect. 
So I think I think okay. loyalty kind of encompasses it already has that respect factor built in there. Um because again, if you're loyal to me, you're not gonna do something to um to betray my my love and loyalty. Uh respect, you can respect me, but if you know, like the respect factor can be from a distance and there and there doesn't have to be loyalty at all. You could straight up you could you could get over on me on on some business stuff or on some things that you know and still respect me. Like I can respect your craft, but for instance, I, I completely respect mac jones as an nfl caliber player <laughs> i am not loyal to that dude it's okay not, so putting it that way I, I i i love that because i always say respect but i i i can see why yeah okay i like that all right last one the 2020 bills or the 2021 bills and why 2021 bills i'm gonna go with that team because um I just think that they were they were more balanced overall. So 2020, um, it was fun. It was absolutely a fun ride because it was unexpected. We went 13 to three. The offense looked like wow. You know, Josh was that MVP caliber candidate or the candidate player. And um, but the thing was, the defense wasn't that good. We were middle of the pack. We couldn't stop the run. Uh, we were giving up just about as many points as we were scoring. But Josh scored more. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was just a little bit more. F- of a frustrating um, from the defensive aspect, we were winning, so it didn't matter, but from a defensive aspect, it was a lot more frustrating this year. um, We had some moments that were frustrating, like when we played against the Jaguars and uh, when we played against, you know, we had a couple, Mm -hmm. but overall Josh was still Josh, but that defense was lights out this year. And and, um, even with the loss of Trey, the defense didn't fall off. So for me, if you give me a team with the top five offense and a top five defense every year, give it to me, give it to me. Okay. I'm not mad at that. Um, That was surprising, but I'm not mad at that. All right. So I got one more for you. You know, the amazing race game, right? Show. Yeah. If you had to pick one player, one partner from the Buffalo bills, who would it be? And why? Uh, I thought about this one because you actually included this in the questions. So, so I, mm-hmm. I thought about this one. Um, and I know people are going to think um, this answer is is coming from the place that this love has come from all year. But it's not. <laughs> I, I really, 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 really thought this one through. I'm going to go Tremaine Edmonds. Okay. And the reason why I'm going to go Tremaine Edmonds is because Tremaine has – the physical attributes that I don't think anybody else on the team does. Maybe Josh would be the closest physical, physically gifted player when it comes to like just dominant. So Tremaine has the length. He has, he's fast too. I think he's deceptively fast. You don't, you can't mm-hmm. quite tell how fast he is. Cause he's tall. He's super, he's super tall. He's long. His arm, his wingspan is long. He's fast. And um, I just think he's also smart. I know, I know a lot of times fans give him a tough time because things don't quite translate the way they want to see it translate. Can but, I stop you there? He's yeah. you say that, right. And I don't think people understand that he's a middle linebacker, right. And his, well, we play a nickel. So it's like, he's a middle linebacker, but right. really we only run the two at the time. But right, yeah. but he he has the headset. Am I right? Yep. So in order for him to have the headset, he has to have some some smarts there. He's Just the that. quarterback, Just, right? So I'm mean, go ahead, go finish up because yeah. people kill me. No, I mean, well, but oh. that was it too. It's like he's one of the most he's one of the most intelligent players on the team. He's a leader. Um, and he he leads by example. He doesn't always have to be out there rah rah screaming and mm-hmm. doing it, but he he leads and he does his thing. And the thing is, again, 
Lorenzo Alexander sent me on this. You know, we have yeah. these expectations from these players, and we say, oh, my God, he missed the hole. He missed the tackle. When, in essence, the players, like Lorenzo, when he came on the chop-up the one time, he was like, well, no, if you really actually know the play, you know that he's exactly where he was supposed to be. Like, that wasn't even his assignment. He was supposed to be looking at this, and he was supposed to be doing that. And, and Bills fans would think, ah, the guy ran by Tremaine. Tremaine missed him. I, I, yeah. I just and, and I tell you what, I know Bills fans don't like, um, you know, I can list a, a ton of guys that Rex Ryan, they don't like Rex Ryan because he wasn't a good head coach. But mm-hmm. guess what? He's a Hall of Fame caliber defensive coordinator. He is yeah. a wonderful defensive mind. The way he talks about Tremaine Edmonds, I think I'm a trust Rex. The way mm-hmm. uh, Baldy talks about Tremaine Edmonds, I think mm-hmm. I'm a trust Baldy. Like there's guys who have <laughs> coached in the NFL and know what they're doing. They know how to scout players. And if they're building teams, they would all take a Tremaine Edmonds. So mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not going to be that guy to run Tremaine out of town like y'all trying to do with Cole right now. Yeah. I'm not going to be I, the one doing it. I love Tremaine. Yeah, that, you know, um, I listen to different type of podcasts and I could tell you right now in the community, the Buffalo Bills community, it's it's not the same in other communities. People love Tremaine. And if Tremaine was off, off, I mean, and traded right now, there will be people calling to get him. Looking for him. Yeah. They're looking for him. Every every um presser, like week by week, we play against teams and coaches come out, and when they're asking who they mm-hmm. scheme for on defense. They they normally mention our safeties, Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. Yep. When Trey White was healthy, they mentioned Trey White, and they mentioned Tremaine Edmonds because his length. There are yep. so many plays that he doesn't get credit for because there's not a statistic for it. But yep. 15 yards down the field, I might see my slot receiver wide open. Guess what? I'm not throwing over the middle of the field because Tremaine Edmonds is so freaking long mm-hmm. that he can intercept it, even if he's only seven yards down the field. We've seen it, and mm-hmm. so again, we don't have to get into a Tremaine thing because I, you know, I love him. But it's it's about it's about you know it's it's about the whole package for me. And he, and there's not there aren't eight guys who I would trade Tremaine Edmonds for because when we talk yeah. about cutting or getting rid of Tremaine. You tell me who's available or who you're going to draft that will come in and do just as well or better. I'm not ready for that talk. I'm not ready for that on Twitter. I'm just not ready for that. That's that. That would be, I think you might explode if, if any of that stuff would happen. I'm just your mentions and you might have to get off of Twitter. I'm just saying. Yeah, I would have to quit Twitter (laughs) for probably like, you know, a couple months. Cause you know what? Yeah, and it's just like the whole thing, pressure over sacks. You know, I, I don't even want to get into that because it's just, a, huh, I don't know. And you might feel one way, but I'm like, like oh, we need to get rid of uh, Jerry Hughes. I get it. I get why you think that and you should. we should get rid of um, Jerry Hughes and, he, and keep Addison. I mean, the balance of it is he had more sacks, seven. The pressure with Jerry Hughes was there. But pressure also makes quarterbacks move out of the pocket. And maybe Jerry Hughes um, caused the interception. And we've seen several of them. But the debate is just a lot. People, you know. We are on different sides. Not in the sense of saying, like, I think we need to just get rid of um, Jerry Hughes. I respect Jerry Hughes. Mm -hmm. But I think we need to, I think as a team, we should move on from both. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just, and they're willing still to play. So, 
Yeah, they're willing still to play, but I think we need to move on from both for the, the sake of um, we spent two, three, really over the last two years, we spent three high draft picks mm-hmm. on defensive line or defensive end players. Look, Boogie Basham, we all thought he was going to be better than Greg Rousseau coming out this year because we're like, he's more game ready. He barely saw the field. And yep. and I won't, I won't go through it long, but um, like if I pull up his stats, the games that he played in, he had, he had a phenomenal, you know, like he had a phenomenal showing mm-hmm. for the games that he played in. Now he didn't get to play a lot. He didn't get right. to, to get on the field a lot, but, but when he played, like yeah. there's, there's nothing, there's, there's nothing that makes me think that, Jerry Hughes should be getting more snaps than Greg Rousseau. No, I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I, I, I guess what it is for me, are we ready to walk away for either one of them and say that we're ready for a Rousseau, Boogie Basham, AJ, um, AJ Epinesa to step up to where there's no quote unquote leadership in that room. Are we ready for, for that? Well, I feel like there's still going to be leadership in the room. Like if you, um, so say we got rid of Jerry, say we got rid of Mario, you still got Star. Or they're not going to move on from Star this year. He, the, that that cap is too much, so they're not going to yeah. move on from him. So he's a leader. He's a vet. Um, and at this point, you're looking at Harrison Phillips as a vet, right? You know, you're looking at like these guys have now been in the league for four or five years. So, so now we're not in a situation where we have a rookie. We we don't have, uh, you know. Greg Rousseau wouldn't be the most tenured player on the defense. Like we actually have leaders on the defensive side of the ball. You got two linebackers back there in Matt Milano and, and Tremaine Edmonds. That's, that's still communicating with that line. You got Ed Oliver going into what his fourth year now, getting ready to look mm-hmm. at the possibility of a fifth year extension or a, a fifth year option. So you got guys now that's been in the league that know how to be professionals and know how to, how to prepare. You look at, I'm looking at the game. So, so in the divisional game against the, uh, Actually, that's the wild card game. The wild card game against the Patriots. Obviously, we mm-hmm. won that game 47-17. It was a slacking. Like, we destroyed them. <laughs> Boogie Basham had three tackles and a sack in that game. During the okay. season, guess what? He had two sacks during the season. Guess how many games he actually really uh, got a chance to play in? Three. Really? Sacks that he played against the Jets or – let me let me say this where he has stats. I don't mean where he was active. He was active. I'm sure he was active more, but he he got to play yeah. that stat. So against the Panthers, we won 31 to 14. He had four tackles. You get what I'm saying? Like this, this is what we gotta look at. You gotta look at the right. fact that okay. these guys don't get opportunity because A, we're rotating these guys in and out, in and out. Which Jerry I Hughes, now I hate it. I'm with you. But I understand what the Buffalo Bills are doing. They believe yeah. that the healthiest team at the end of the season probably will win the Super Bowl. Which is true. Okay. I love it. I, Which is very but I true. think Ed Oliver needs to be in more than 40% or 50%. Why? And I, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I'm, I'm no, not disagreeing be, with you. Because for him, I think he is the main piece that starts that defense. Ed Oliver, towards the end of the season, well, the beginning of the season, I mean, he was kind of, you know, slow. But towards the end of the season, he was still, you know, th- double teaming. They didn't even know what start or not star. I'm sorry. Um, um, Harrison Phillips was in there. Those two together, the teams didn't know what to do. I think if you put, if you play him more, 
and more of a um, get a rhythm. If he gets that rhythm, I think it's it, it's it's better for the Buffalo Bills. I just think. I mean, I'm, it may be wrong. And I, I get why they rotate, like you said, towards the end of the season, healthy, you know, injuries. But I just think it's better for the Bills if he plays more. Okay. Now, I agree with you to an extent. But let me okay. ask you this. So when you're talking about that, um, so it's like same, and this is the same conversation I have with people that say, you guys need to go out and get a dynamic edge rusher and get a guy that's going to disrupt the backfield and do this, that, and the third. Right. So I agree with you. But mm -hmm. then when you're talking about throughout the entire year, the Buffalo Bills allowed 17 points a game. And they only allowed in total defense 272.8 yards per game. So the thing is, if we're leading the league in these areas, if, if, if we're the best team as far as allowed points, we're the best team as far as allowed yards. What like why? Why do we feel like we have to change the formula? I get you. I get you. So that's I what like, I mean. Like, yeah. I agree with you yeah. that that Ed Oliver is that dude. I agree with you that I think that Boogie Basham should be in there for 75% of the snaps instead of 40. I, I think that Greg Rousseau should be in there for 75% of the snaps instead of 40. So I, I'm agreeing with you. But mm -hmm. what I'm saying is I think the Buffalo Bills are looking at it like, but why? You know, we, we still got. 17 points per game. We still got 272.8 yards per game. Why would we, why? So, so that's how I look at it. I just, I think when, when, um, when we're looking at these things as fans, it's tough to not want your team to perform top notch on every level. And it, it's hit or miss. Like it's one of those things where it's good and it's bad because you're looking at it from, you know, the perspective of we're, 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 we're the first generation, like our age group, we're the first Madden generation, really like Madden came out when we were kids. So we learned how to dominate football on the video game. So now we want our professional teams to look exactly the way the Madden games and, and exactly the way all that stuff does. So, so when you play Madden growing up and you're doing all these things, you're used to being able to, to, to dominate on defense and dominate on offense. And, and we wanted to translate to the league. So you look at the Buffalo bills and you're like, yeah, we should be scoring 40 points a game and holding teams to three points a game. That's, that's not just feasible. not realistic. Right. So, Absolutely. so that's why I say like when, when everybody gives these pointers or everybody gives these talks for me, it's like, yeah, true. But, but right. the Buffalo bills have a formula that appears to be working. They they allowed yeah. just 17 points a game and they were scoring, I think, what is it, 27, I think they averaged, or I got I gotta look. I don't know the number off the top of my head, mm -hmm. but you know, they, they were they were top in the league in scoring, like one of the top teams in scoring. They were the top team on defense. I think the Buffalo Bills are absolutely I think offseason, this conversation is different than last year offseason. Last year offseason, you you got your ass beat by the Kansas City Chiefs, and it was like, okay, we got to figure some things out, or we're not healthy. We need to figure out how to be healthy. Okay, right. this year, I think it's like, no, we we this team was exactly what we wanted it to look like by the time the playoffs got here. They, we just went to overtime, and every once in a while, you're going to go against a quarterback that's just on. Mm-hmm. Do you think, and I get it, like people want to be critical of the defense. Well, the defense didn't, they weren't the number one defense when it mattered. Let me ask you a question. Do you think the Buffalo Bills defense or whatever defense you think is great in the NFL? Let's, let's think of all time great historical defenses. So you got the Bears, you got, um, let's talk about the Ravens. When, when Ray oh, Lewis yeah. was there, when they were right. dominant. Do you think that defense 
could come into Buffalo and hold the Buffalo Bills to 14 points? With Josh <sighs> Allen and Stefan Diggs, the way they were no. playing in the playoffs. No, it, I, it, this is the thing. It does. It doesn't matter. And and I think as Bills fan, we get stuck in that our side. Um, Kansas City defense wasn't playing too well either. Like so, it was yeah. So it was just Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes played a a, a offense offensive game. Both defenses didn't come up to play. Period. You know, yep. but us being on our side of as a Bills fan, we're like, well, they did this, they did this. Both defenses didn't play that well. Period. Well, the thing is, I can't, I can't say. I, I won't say play the didn't play that well. My bad. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like I wouldn't, I can't even go and say that they they didn't play well. Right. I think the thing was Josh and Patrick Mahomes played phenomenally. They were like, just there are on. Be times that you're just gonna play guys that, regardless of what coach coaching mind, regardless of what studs on defense. It doesn't matter sometimes. And that's that was the point that I was making. Do you think that the Ravens defense could stop Josh Allen in the playoffs? Yeah. No. no. Like like yeah. the first game we played against the, the, the Patriots, that was the number two ranked defense in the yeah. entire NFL. Yeah. And, and, look and they look yeah. exactly. So the way we're talking about the Bills, like, oh, the defense didn't stand up against Patrick Mahomes. Guess what? The number two defense in the league didn't stand up against Josh Allen. Yeah, And sometimes that's why the quarterback is the most important position on the field. That's why, because it doesn't matter what defense you're going up against. It doesn't matter. Now. Yeah. They went up against the Kansas city chiefs and they lost. Guess what? He wasn't, he wasn't as hot (laughs) that game as he was when the bills went to Kansas city. Right. Absolutely. If Patrick Mahomes, if he was able to continue to play. So like when, when they beat us in overtime, at that point, if they if all their their health and, and all that stuff could just be reset for a new game, and they could just bring the Kansas uh, uh, the, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals on the field, I, th- I guarantee he would have preferred that because he was on he was on fire. Mm-hmm. That yeah. next game was a completely different week. It was a completely different communication. It was a completely different everything. I promise you. I promise you. They just they they just ran into the Buffalo the Buffalo Bills ran into Patrick Mahomes on the wrong night. That's all yeah. that happened. Yeah, and then that that it's the last it's the last play, nasty tasting in your mouth off season, and this is what we were dealing with this nasty thirteen seconds in our mouth until we play again. Yep, <laughs> you know, yep. But yeah, I get it. I totally get it. Um, I just want to say thank you for coming on. I appreciate this conversation. You know, this is nothing but love. This we could go all day because this was just like easy easy conversation. So I, I definitely thank you for coming on and, um, um, present, um, gracing me with your presence on my pod. <laughs> you ain't even gotta, you ain't even gotta do all that. Cause, cause the way I, I, know, see it, I know. this is, this is to me, this is just like kicking. I wish I was there. We could, we could be having a beer and a cigar right now. You know, you already like that, know I'm having I mean, a beer. I'm about to go sit out on the porch and I'm about to, you know what I mean? So it's about to that's be like that for me. I love it. I might, that's I might give me a little bit of crown and, and okay. have some crown and a blunt and call it a day. I am not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. Tell the people if they don't already know where they can find you. <laughs> well, it's your boy, Jay Spence the King. Y'all can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jay Spence the King. And um, look, c- come and join the conversation on Twitter. That's really where I'm at. I'm not on Instagram mm-hmm. much. Come join the conversation on Twitter. I will respond to everybody as long as you're not being a jerk. I, I'm trying to. <laughs> so 
before we went That's live here, T and I talked for a second and, and I told her like towards the end of the season, some people started to kind of get me out of my normal uh, character. I promise you guys, I will not do that anymore. So come and join me on Twitter. If if people are, are out of character, it's about to be mute and blocked going forward. But but I'm trying to keep the love and peace going. Absolutely. And uh, before we get out of here, though, and I know this is your show. I'm sorry. I don't mean to take over. Before I we get know. out of here, though. You was about to, you were supposed to ask me about some music and you didn't. So I wanted oh, I just wait. to say, what are you no, listening to now? Yeah, I'm gonna just throw it out there because you forgot. So I, I need everybody, <laughs> I need everybody, if y'all hip hop heads, go and listen to uh God Don't Make Mistakes by my man Conway the Machine. And um another one that I'm listening to, which is not a new release, it's a few years old now at this point, but I still think I think it's one of the best hip-hop albums to come out in the last 10 years uh go listen to stove god cooks um he has an album called reasonable drought it is it Ooh, is yes. probably i think i think reasonable drought is probably the best hip-hop album i've i've personally like really gotten into since probably one of kendrick's albums like just like okay i'm telling you stove god cooks is is He's probably my favorite rapper right now. That's not, he's not on the top level. He's not like, the, he's not the A list celebrity, mm -hmm. but Stove Got Cooks is on his way. So, y'all might want to check out Reasonable Drought. He's coming. Okay. I'm not mad at you. And also, if you're, you need some RB, go and check out Jay Holiday. He has a fire CD out right now. So, um, he's back to Jay the Holiday? original. He's still yeah. dropping? Oh, Jay Holiday got a fire CD. Okay. I'll oh, check, yeah. check it out. Album. Album is fire for sure. But yeah, again, thank you for um, coming on. I appreciate appreciate it so, so much. Um, I am T. I am one half of Not Your Average Podcast and the 716. We are on the Building Buffalo Network. Go over there and check out some amazing content that drops every single day. We drop on Sundays. Um, we're live on Thursdays at 2 o'clock. Come, come over there and check us out. You know, interact with us. We don't take ourselves too serious at all. We don't do stats at all. We just like to have fun. So go over there and check us out. So peace, y'all. One love. We love you. Go Bills. Go Bills. This has been Not Your Average Podcast in the 716 with T and Mike, only on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, everything on three. Number three. One on one. One on three. One, two, three. Hey. God gets me so God gets me going, man. Do me a favor. Say a prayer, the typical one. Go Bills. You are listening to Not Your Average Podcast in the 716 with your host T and Mike on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. Alex slinging it towards the end zone. It's caught Beasley for the touchdown. You start? So you did start? Oh, we can start. What up, y'all? This podcast for Dark Wing Duck. Three, What's up? two, one. Bust a move.
action. We are early. We are. Woo! We are. Go five ahead. minutes early. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, that just counts for the other times we was five minutes late. Yeah. So it's we, cool. We're making it up? Yeah, even it out. Yeah. For sure. Potato, potato. Well, hello, everybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, Mr. Rogers. Hey. Yeah. Well, hello, everyone. Ah. <laughs> if you didn't know, you're about to know. I'm Mike. That's T. We in the place to be. Shop 143. And this is... Not your average podcast in the 716. You heard the name. Go Bills. What is up? Y'all, we are back. We are. we are back. Yep. A lot of things are happening. Mm-hmm. But we want to give some shout outs. We Mike and I was on a pod on Tuesday. Tuesday. If you haven't gone and watched the pod, go and watch Breaking Tables. It's on the Building Buffalo Network. We had fun as hell over there. Yes, yes, yes. Brian B. and um, Tampa Neal, some crazy guys. Yeah, for sure. Mike was doing the um, voiceover. I'm not good at that. Mike had it. And then apparently I have Domino Sue with me today. I guess. I guess. Special guest. It stopped already? It's cool. Special guest today. um, He played for the Miami Dolphins. Yes. Played for Tampa. Well, he's in Tampa Bay right I now. Am right now. So he just came in, stopped by you to see, I mean? check in on the pod. You know, see in. how I was doing. One mic check, one two. Thank, thank you for. I'm I appreciate that. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> also, too, and I forgot to tell you, we are moving to Saturdays. <laughs> I was gonna say, okay, we moving up. Right, up a day. Okay. <laughs> Don't play. We're moving to Saturdays. A lot of changes happen in the pod. Um, the network, and we are now on Saturdays. So check us out over there. Same platform, same places everywhere. What? Where your thumb up at? Okay. Oh. What's up? Domino Sue? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that him? I don't know. Sure. Sure. Okay. Hey. Hey. Happy what, Thursday, Kim. Our faithful yeah. freaking listener. Yes. We love you, Kim. Yes. Always. What up, Ryan? Absolutely. You said Ryan, right? Or Brian? Brian. Brian. Brian? Brian? Yes, okay. Hey, What's Brian. Up, What's going on? How What's you doing? Up, Thank you for joining in. Yes. We appreciate you. And for all the new listeners, listen, this is what we do. We talk about the Bills. We talk about sports. Uh, we talk about around the league. We talk about um, entertainment. What'd you say? Wrestling? No. I said recipes. Recipe. <laughs> recipes. <laughs> Not this episode. Uh, okay. uh, you know. We got, we got Don't Nobody Care. We got Are You Serious? We got music. Sometimes we have movies. We don't have them today. And inspirational quote. So, if you want to continue to tune in, please do. We love you. We have somebody else. Tune in. Oh, Brian. Oh, what's B. Up, Brian? Yeah. B. See, what up? Because his name on the thing is Epic Oh, B. oh, right, right. Because he Epic said, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. What's up, man? What's up? What's up? Thank you, Brian, for having us on the show. Yes. What are you drinking? We had a great time. She's drinking a uh, 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 early. Oh, uh, an energy yep, drink? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, those things don't give your help. Palpitating? No, you can't like pound it. Uh, I you know, can't slow do none of that shit. 
That'll make my heart explode. I did one one. Yeah. So when we go on a roll, I swear we're gonna get to some stuff. But this is off season. You drink coffee? I drink coffee. I do. Um, but okay. I don't drink coffee. Doesn't do that to, for my to my heart. Um, to my heart. To my heart. <laughs> Precious heart. Um, <laughs> but I had an energy drink. Uh, what kind? I can't remember what kind. You gotta be careful. Yes. Yeah. Nah. Probably. Don't and when it probably. first came out, it was like, ooh. Mountain Dew? No, I, I don't like Mountain Dew. I don't like no, Mountain Dew. It doesn't have to be a bank. It could be a, one of those rock, rock stars. No, rock star. Thank you. I had a rock, rock star. star, though. I had a rock star. No, don't do not do it. Not the coolest. I had a rock star. Thought I was a rock star. Thought I was. Yeah, you Found out very quickly going over the bridge, going back home to Buffalo. Wasn't a rock star. Mm-mm. You was T. I was like, yo. With palpitations. Yeah. I said you were T with I was like, okay, what is going on here? We got a comment. What up? Yes, What's yes, good, go Julian? Bill. Go Bills. Yeah. Um, go ahead, sir. Yes. Yes. Appreciate All right. You, thank you for Appreciate stopping through. Live, Appreciate, it. Appreciate, Appreciate it. Appreciate it, B. Bro. Um, so we're going to get into it. Yeah, my heart palpitation was fine, um, but I can't have none of that stuff. Okay. But I do have, what is those energy drinks? Uh, oh, five-hour five hour energies? I do, but I put it in something. I put it is, in. Is that like a shot? Yeah, it is. So you think you're drinking alcohol? I do a half a shot. Who is that on Facebook? What's up, T? What up? Remember that dude that used to come here and uh, we told him that he, he used to call me T? Yes. Yes. So now we, everybody, oh. everybody we used to see, we'd be like, what's up? What up, T? <laughs> like all the time for no reason. But it's funny, though. It is funny. But you it know what funny. the sad part about that story is? What? He don't come back here no more. Why? I don't know why. I, I just, I just squashed the joke. I just told him my real you name. Didn't. I just told my real name. See, you, like, could, I, see I you lost a customer. You just, just got to cap it a T. Hey, what my money? It was Dion money. Oh. Sorry. Well, it's terrible. <laughs> if it, I felt bad for it. Look, 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 look. I felt bad. It's he's my blaming, fault. He's blaming It's you. my fault. But you um, know what, though? Sad story. The other day, he pulled up, got some Chinese food. And then the, man, the nigga didn't even look. Excuse me. The man didn't even look in the window. Wow. Out, he's going this way. He looked towards the street. What did y'all do to this man? I didn't do a thing. I didn't do nothing. You just shattered him. I just told him my real name. I thought he would like to know what if, like, you know, no, you, you try to like you should just kept you know, it. oh yeah, uh, shop one four three, you know, the owner, T. <laughs> I could be you know the it don't work. I'm out. like, no, excuse me, so, thank you, but me. no, yeah, <laughs> I don't cut hair, but yeah. I mean, I can, like, I might mess you up. Now you got to go to the real T, get your hair cut right. That is crazy, that's crazy. You know, you like when you work with people, you get uh, there's tons of crazy stories that we have. I know, sure. and, but you know, you feel bad because so you somebody's yeah. calling you the wrong name, yeah. so you feel bad to correct them, right? So you just don't like, want you to be like, uh, our relationship gets so good now, you want to tell people about me. You can't tell them about T. You can't tell them about T. I ain't nowhere near there. Like, I got I, kid, I got four friend. kids and all, and I'm a foster mom. Yeah. Like, no, nah, that ain't the right. You ain't T. That ain't the right T. You're not T. He had waves. <laughs> <laughs> and I got dread. So, yeah, so that don't work out. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. So, all right. So, let's get into it. Uh, um, ooh, God. Okay. We are in shop 143. Sponsored by yep. shop 143. 
So free agency um is coming upon us starting on Tuesday, but we know it's gonna start early. Come on now. I can't. But before we do all that, and I'm so excited, I know you are too. This is a time of the season where as football fans, you're just like, oh uh, my uh, God. It's exciting. It's like Christmas every day. Until till draft day. And like we used to be the kids that was broke. And we was happy with what we got. Right. Now we got everything. And so everything else is just a blessing. Right. Damn, that was a blessings good on connection. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings. Yeah, that was a good connection. Good. Look at you growing before my eyes. I did it. Pause, though. Oh, okay. I did it. Yeah, pause. Yeah. Uh, awkward. Um. <laughs> but that's the truth. It is. It is. We it really is. We used to be them struggle kids. Now we the bougie kids. Like, oh, that's thank you. I don't, it I was don't, a thought that comes. I don't like bougie, but yeah. Not bougie. That's aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> We're um fortunate. We're yeah. more fortunate children. Fortunate children. Yeah. Fortunate. I like that. I know who's not fortunate. The lady who's suing um Jerry Jones. But that's for another day. Oh, um wow. Yeah, it's a lot going on. Oh, the it's a lit. lot of going lots of goings ons in the NFL. Ooh. A lot. We're gonna get to it though, because we also have to talk about the do that bet. Oh, uh Ripley. Cal- Kelvin. Um, Kelvin. But first, let's talk about our guy, um, Dawson Knox, who is up for some uh, money. He has emerged as the tight end that the Bills wanted coming out of the draft. Yes. Finally. He's that guy. Right. Yep. Little concern, and I know you hate the word concern, but little, little um, worried. Okay. Because we don't have anybody behind him that is secure. Like, we don't That's have a security fact. blanket. Yeah. We have Tommy Sweeney, hasn't shown anything. Right, I mean, so he got hands. He does. He's dependable. But also, too, during the season, they would only dress one tight end for games. That's a fact. That's a so problem. So we yeah. need Another a tight one. end. And I know we talked about Grunt last last week on our pod, and a lot of people are just like, no to the Gruntness, no to the Gruntness, no. And you know where I'm at with that. And now you're on DK Man. I saw guy. the video again of, of who? him and that dirty hit on Trey. Oh, so you did see it. What's your I'm What's your cool. take? I'm cool. On you cool on Grant? That's personal. So when what if Trey? That, hit, that was clearly per, like we're gonna have to we're gonna have to go out. But what we if Trey came out and said, "Hey, we talked about it. We squashed it. Y'all, this man is coming. We nah, need to win twelve to spread." Boom. You you gonna have to see me in the parking lot before you become a bill. I'm sorry. Okay. That hit was the most disgusting thing I've seen in a long time. It was. Like the do how you all right. Go ahead. So we're gonna look for one in a draft, which I don't think we are, because if that's the case, we can keep Sweeney. But it might look anyway. I'm yeah. thinking free agency. Person I we can pick up somebody nice in free agency. Yeah. Person I'm looking at. Okay, tight end. Oh J Howard. Yeah. Howard is Tampa. Dope. Yeah. I was looking at him okay. and then I was hearing a pod, um, Joe Moreno. He said it too. I was like, okay, I must be a little bit smart. Um, but yeah, I was like, I like him. I do. I like him too. Um somebody else, I can't remember. I can't remember, but I like OJ Howard. I do. Yeah, me too. So too. if they that. you know, and we're talking now and some actions could be happening right now. Some, I and I hate not being, be able to see my phone. Just happenings in the NFL that we need to know about from the bills. Okay. So we can put one. 
All right, we'll talk about it. Okay. So we're going to have to put one in there. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. Just to have it, like. They got some 50 in there. Oh my God, she's like fifty. I was just talking about like a thirty-two or something like that. She got those <laughs> okay. Um, which is cool. I don't okay. mind, but now we're saying we need to be able to see it too. Yeah, yeah. right. Because when you're not here, us trying to see the comments, and Mike's always saying do it in capital, yeah. so we're still like, yes, can't see it. Sorry. Anyway. Um, but yeah, true that. Yeah, right. We're, we're I, I, I get what you're saying. I like that. The Joe Biden yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that. I, I do like that. Yes. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, um, so Brandon Bean was at the combine and he was talking about um Jerry Hughes and Mar- Mario Addison. Yeah, they both still want to play next year, of right? Of course, of course. Um, and he was saying that if it fits um with them and us, they'll bring them back. For me, I don't know. I don't know. And it probably already happened. So, you know, we're taping this on Thursday and it's dropping on Saturday. We won't know. We won't know. So I don't know if I want either one of them back. But if I did need need to have one back, and I think we talked about this last week, is I would have Jerry back um, yeah. because money wise and our cap and we don't discuss money and we don't discuss no. stats and stuff like that. But we do know when it comes to I mean, we do know when the, when the money low. We do know when the money is low, yeah, right? Yeah. Fans know when things is tight. Oh, we know. We know when people are cut. Oh, that's the more money in the in the yeah. bank for the bills, yeah. or somebody else got cut. Oh, that's the more money for the bank for the bills, like mm-hmm. salary caps and stuff like that. Me and Mike don't really talk about that stuff. We leave it up to y'all because you guys seem to know, and we know, but we don't really want to know. Yeah, so facts. <laughs> we just like, yeah. uh, um, what did I say? organic conversation yeah, it's organic like we ain't got no paper well we got like paper in front of us but we ain't write down none of them numbers no, no. yeah there's like we always say there's other people other podcasts out there on our network that will give you that yep. yes yep mike shyla is her name Sharla, he's she, Charlotte's talking to you. Charlotte is talking Sh- to you, Mike. Sharla, um, be nice. I hear what you're saying, but that hit was just egregious. I mean, he he, he should have been suspended for the rest of the year. I think he should have been suspended for some games. That was a dirty Clearly hit. Clearly, some games. So that's something that you can't you can't get over. Look that. at the Super Bowl, though. The Super Bowl might be there, and Gronk may no, be. The player to put I'm us cool. in the position if, to if go Trey, to the Super Bowl. If Trey can get that one on one, then he can come. Okay. Oh, you want them to fight? They have to. Are we going to see it or is it just for them? I don't need to see it. Okay. I just need to know what happened. Speaking, I don't need to see, right? Yeah. And we're going to get back on track. I don't and need I to see. And I had this down towards the end, but nice segue. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Okay. So, it came, article came out about the last 13 seconds of that game. And I guess it was some players that spoke about it and the way Sean handled it wasn't up to their, for lack of a better word, standards, I guess. Yeah. Um, do you need to know what was said and what happened between coaches as a fan? Do you need for Sean to come out to you and explain to you what happened, why they did what they did, and 
put the blame on himself, which I, I think he kind of did. Do you need to know that as a fan? See, that's tough because as as a true fan, you're invested in right. the team. So, you know what I mean? You, for lack of a better word, you kind of want your clarity. You know what I'm saying? You want, it's like, a, you kind of want to know what happened. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a, like a lost article. You know what I mean? So I'm not pushing for it, but it would be nice if we did know. But it's not like if the, I don't know, I ain't about to freak or nothing right. like that. It's sometimes it'd be personal. Sometimes I mean, it'd be, you know, like stuff that you, you know, shoot. Right. So Tyler Dunn put an article out about it and um, some players came out spoke about certain things and saying that Sean McDermott never addressed it really. He just went about his day and said, all right, we're going to rally around and we're going to no get past this. Like, you know, most coaches do, you know, yeah. to, to, um, to have their players understand, listen, it was my fault. But people are saying the special teams coach left and took another job as a special teams coach for another team. If there wasn't friction, why would that coach do that? And I'm I'm of the mindset of I'm a fan. I don't really want to know. I know that there's friction in, in in clubhouses. I understand it. I understand it. I know it. But I don't want to know it. I, that's just me. And I'm pretty sure because it came out that Diggs and another player, defensive player, was arguing on the field. I didn't see it. I didn't really need to know it. I'm pretty sure because your your emotions are so freaking high where you know you were supposed to win a game. Yeah, you know what I mean. I just for like that first. Right, you know right. I mean? like, so for me, and I get people, you know, want to rehash and want to say this and that. I guess for me, I will be done. I'm gonna be done with that once the season starts. I want to be done with people bringing up in um spaces and stuff like that because they have this thing on Twitter and people talk about it. Thirteen seconds, the Buffalo Bills um um blew it. You know the defense, blah 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 blah. But also, too, take the flip side of that. Kansas City defense also, too, was, if you want to say, they said trash, trash because Josh Allen won the game three to- two times. Yeah. So you're just looking at one side of it, how the Bills should have won that game. Granted, yes. But also, too, Kansas City, yes, they won. But Kansas City defense wasn't playing great as well. But we could just That's move true. on because you just, you know, you I segued. You did a segue, and I had to just jump in and say that. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the nitty-gritty of things, and we'll start out with Cole Beasley asking for a trade, seeking a trade. We could speculate that he doesn't want to be here anymore or he wants to take a pay cut. Or the Bills just don't want him. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I mean, that option out there. But the option... Brandon Bean said the door is still open if he wants to come back. Yeah. It's like, here, I gave you the that's the price. Yeah, just to make sure. That's this the price what I have for you. Okay. So he said I'll allow you to shop, see if you can get any more. Of course. But if the things don't work out and whoever gives you more, you don't want to be that's there. That's the price. This is what I have for you. Come right. Home. It's still here. Yeah. Please believe it. Right. I'm not giving it to nobody else. But that's it. That's the price. Sorry. So I mean I'm conflicted because I, Cole Beasley was my dude. When he came here, I was so excited. Three years uh, ago, Cole Beasley, 
came in here and did a job that he needed to do. He gave Josh Allen that mid-field mm-hmm. target. He gave him the check down that he needed because Josh yeah. Allen went coming in. You know he was throwing balls all the way down the field. Dude, come, come on, man. You got to break it down. Yeah, you got to have that mid-range, and Cole Beasley was that for him. Now, last year, his off, he was one touchdown. So I don't know if he's upset because he wasn't getting targets or whatever the case may be. But I don't know. I, I, it's going to be a lot. It's like we said. There's every year is a different team, yeah. and but Sanders was getting more burned. Right, and Sanders is not going to be here. So I mean, he can look at it that way. And there's a, this this draft is wide receiver heavy. I love Drake Man. London is my dude. So I don't think we're he's going to be there, but we're we're definitely going to. I guess they wanted to watch the the draft with us and stuff so that's Mm -hmm. another thing but um moving on aj klein was released freed up some money Mm. wasn't shocked at all with aj klein being released that hurt did that hurt for you yeah because that's your guy he is my guy yeah yeah and you know it yep him and milano because you you were like you were just like okay um edmund whatever aj klein though yeah (laughs) Edmonds is soft. Oop, you heard it here. That was Mike. Yep. Yeah. She got the... She's got the mic in her hand, but she's talking. <laughs> but she's not talking with it. Uh-uh. I'm not used to it. Yeah. Revisit the, uh, with the team. Okay. True. All of that is true. Um, special teams this year was trash. Like, not the best at all. I mean, Isaiah McKenzie was back there. Um, was it Michael Hyde? It was just people who weren't supposed to be back there. Right. And we had guys specifically for that. We had um, Stevenson right back there too. Did we have Stevenson when he got healthy? I think we did. Yeah, for a couple. Yeah, and nobody. (laughs) If if it's only a weak spot on the Bills, it was that. Yeah, it was that. It was not a guy who you know dependable. Right. Yeah, we need that. Definitely have to address that. I see the punter being released as well, so it's gonna be some release, John. Feliciano was released. Everybody was shocked. I wasn't shocked because John was back up to Bates. Bates, Bates, yeah. And then when Bates got hurt, did he come in? Did John Feliciano come out? I think he did. Yes, he did. So I wasn't shocked that he was released. Um, He he, he, he didn't play his best. No. And he knew it. And then he had COVID. And everybody wants to say... Like the con- controversy is because Beasley and John Feliciano are not vaccinated, and they had a lot of rah rah to say about that. But I don't care about vaccinations and stuff like that. You know, whatever. It's not. That, it's right? everybody's choice. I don't Nobody care. Knew that this was happen. Nope. I don't care. You should have known that everybody's <clears throat> decision making wasn't going to be on the same accord. And that's the thing. We're not all going to agree. No. But we can all play on this field and agree that we need to win. We we can agree on that. 
cherry on top. There it is. So I guess the, the they um the Bills went to to John Feliciano's camp and um asked him or told him that we cannot keep you on the current number. That number right there, we can't keep you, buddy. No negotiation. We're gonna let you go. No restructuring, no nothing. Mm-mm. See you later. Have a good one. Have a good one. So yeah. And the Bills have picked up or will pick up at Oliver's fifth-year option. Mm-hmm. So with free agency starting next week, quote-unquote, this weekend. It's Liddy. It's, listen, they're starting now. They're calling now. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. They're calling now. You can't say I'm calling you. The amount of people that want to come to Buffalo. Oh, my God. It is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's, it's such a beautiful time. It is. It's beautiful. Week. Well, now we have... <laughs> we have stuff that people want to they right. want to come play for Allen. They've never seen a, a quarterback have a perfect playoff game. Yeah, never. Yep. Not like that. Not like lights out. I don't remember the last time I seen something like that. I've been watching football for a long time. I don't think I I've seen never it. seen. And 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 it was crazy because on Facebook, you know, I figured it was gonna get lit up. All the people who weren't Bills fans was like, Josh, that boy. Yeah. Josh is the best. Yeah. Like Josh is the best. Hey, this dude is crazy. So you know what I mean? Players. Yeah. Players was like, hey. On Twitter, they were wow. going off. Yeah, they they, they were really they were going off were on really Twitter, man. Like, man, this dude is the best. Yeah. Like, this dude is lights out. You can't stop. You like it's nonstop. This boy is going up from here. Yeah, like college players talking about they want to come to Buffalo Yeah. And, and the draft, they were man. saying all that for sure. Yep. A, a big few of the top receivers. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of the draft, um, we have nine picks in the draft. I don't see us taking all nine, but you know, you never know who who Brandon Meany is going to go after, and you know what picks is going to go to you know this player, whatever, whatever. But we are pick number twenty five in second round. We are pick number fifty seven, third round, eighty nine, and then from there we got blah 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 Question and blah blah. What position do we pick up first? Ooh, that's a good one, Mike. Uh-huh. But you know, we're the Buffalo Bills are in a good spot where they don't need which one, which anything, which but, position that we we're the worst in that we need some. Um, uh, I would pick up a wide receiver. Uh huh. First. Mm. Yep. I would pick up. Yeah, I think I would pick up a wide receiver. Wide receiver first. Wide receiver, and then also too, we need a linebacker now. Yeah. Yes. We oh, do. they let go. Well, that's around the league. We're gonna do around the league later. Um, but yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of. People, it's a lot. There's it's a, a lot. lot it's of a people lot. People on free agency that look good, like, and will fit into our demographic. And we need now we need um a backup O line. Is that his name Wagner from uh We're gonna talk uh, about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's already people calling for him too though. I I think everybody's yeah. calling for him. So we could just jump into uh around the league now. Let's yep. talk about it. Nothing else. Let's talk about it. Go Bills. No, 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 not yet. Around the Don't league. Don't go Bills? No, not yet. Don't go Bills. What just happened? Okay. Always go Bills. Yeah, it's always no. Oh no! It's always it's go always go build. So around the league, man, let's get to it. Uh, the big one was what? Wilson. Russell, 
Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. To Denver. For everything. Their house, their porch, yeah. their pool, it was a kid their cars, the first baby. Like in small print, it was, it was like, like, the first baby I have is yours. I'm like, okay. Cut. That's weird. <laughs> it's really small letters. Who's baby? Yeah. Right. Who's baby? I don't even have one. But We're going to find a baby. Thank you. you. Denver finished seventh in the league. Mm. Um, no, I'm sorry. Seven and ten. They finished seven and ten last year. Yeah. So, with... Russell coming to um, Denver, uh-huh. how many wins would you give him now? How many did they get? Seven last year. Eight. So you're gonna have him eleven and seven next year because they don't have they don't have a line like that. They're better than Seattle, uh huh, but not much better. Okay. So what, who they had? Teddy? They had Bridgewater. Yeah, Teddy's still there because they got rid of Locke. Yeah, so Teddy's still there. Mm-hmm. So, and Teddy was on the wheels. You know what I'm saying? Teddy, uh, I watched one. Of, uh, I think I watched maybe two Denver's games. I'm just like, you can't. He didn't push the ball down the field. Mm-mm. He ain't got an arm. I was like, what is going on? He, he went from Carolina. Where did he go? Teddy was all over the place, though. So. The last he was in Carolina, and then he went to Denver, right? That's Mr. Can't Get Right. Ever since he broke, he broke his leg, yeah. right? So, so, yeah, he, he, Mr. Can't Get Right. Yeah. He can't do about that. Yeah, yeah. So. And also, too, listen, you know what I like about it is the fact that he's with he's in the AFC North and he's with Mr. Mahomes. So just knock yourselves out. I'm worth that. I just don't see him coming in and taking them to the playoffs. No. You don't think 10 and 10 and 11 and 7, 11 and 7 get them to the playoffs over there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You have you have you gotta get your first rhythm with these dudes. That's true. So that's, that's true. That's that's you gotta shake the dust off. You got a lot of you got Herbert over there, you got Carr over there, you got now you got you got Russ and then you got Mahomes. Yeah. I think that's I think that's right. Yep. So that's a lot it's a lot of great a lot of competition quarterbacks in the AFC. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, a lot of, a, lot. a lot. lot. And I said I said, okay, you're gonna come over here and he's I wish we was in the north right now, but he's hey he's not going to be number one. No, 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 no. Russ, number two, three, four. No, he Russ, might be five. top ten quarterbacks. Russ might be seven, eight. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, but yeah, the AFC has some crazy talent over there. Um, now Indy, and we said it. Carson Wentz was gone. See ya. He's out. He went to the organization. He went <laughs> to Washington organization. Do you know Indy has had six? Different quarterbacks in six years, dude. I seen that on the news, and I was just, you know, at the gym, and I'm looking. I'm like, that is right. Look at all every year failed quarterbacks. I'm like, (laughs) damn. Start over, start over, start over, start over, start over. Like, damn, that stinks. And I don't. I won't even put it. Do I put the playoffs? Not going to the playoffs on him. Yes. Okay. You answered who it. Like, you know, like, yes. The coach? Like, who? Who's, no, right. Hell no. Everybody did their job with him. Yes. You know, only, only, way, only reason why I say that, because I watch Hard Knocks during the season for the first time. Yeah. They did it during the season. And I know Frank Wright is hurt because that was his boy. Like, he was, they was, they was, you, boy, they was, they fought too for now. They game. did. But they are also, um, um, reading 
past um, Bible scripts to each other. I said, this man going to be hurt. He going to be hurt. Uh, <laughs> He's going to be hurt, honey. Oh, he going to be hurt. He going to be hurt. I mean, <laughs> which, t- talk to him. Yeah. He the one I heard. They just had a baby. Trash bagging. Yeah, he was. Went. Hey, yeah. I, they should have never lost in a, against Jaguars. The Jaguars. I just feel like they weren't. They weren't prepared. They weren't. Wentz is he? He made some rash decisions. But not even that. Wentz came from. Ever since he had that injury, I want to say, in Philly. And when old boy took his uh, position, oh, you talking about um hurt hurt hurts? No. Oh, up 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 uh. If you're gonna f f, can't think of his name. Yep. Anyway, uh, fine. No, you know I'm just yes. F names. Fort. No. Nope. Fort. Nope. Anyway, brain fart. Um, say something. He took his. He took Fournette. his. Nope. Wrong. Wrong. As a running back. Um. Fort t- shit. And right, one. And one. <laughs> Okay, and won the Super Bowl. I think it was just like over. Yeah, I don't know confidence wise or whatever, but it got crazy. It just got crazy. It's it got crazy. crazy over there. I mean, I mean, at least he got a ring, and then it showed. Yeah, it's true, and it showed. So yeah, I get these people. Too you see, you good like there's not one. I'm out. Yeah, I got two middle fingers for you, like Stone Cold. I'm out here. I'm out. I'm out here. Yep. Um, so we can get to it. Seattle released by Bobby Wagner. Woo! I was shocked. That I'm not cool. even gonna lie. I was shocked. Now he's a free agent. Yeah. Wagner. Wagner has interest in the Rams. No. 49ers. No. Carolina. No. No. Um Arizona. No. I don't know if Bobby Wagner can't come to Buffalo. If he does, we're we are releasing a lot. No. This good come good. You know, you get a couple dollars. He trying to go retire in Arizona. Like, uh, what's the name? Who? Uh, TJ. Is it TJ? T double T Watts. Oh, uh, TJ. Yeah, yeah. He should just sit down somewhere. He don't do the same thing. Yeah, he All sit right. down somewhere. I forgot to say that we just resigned Touchdown Jesus. Touchdown Jesus. He's back. Kumaru. 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 No. Kumara. That ain't it. That ain't it. Kumaro. Somebody. Kumaro. It's Kumaro. Jake Kumaro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we try to get these names right. Yeah, that's it. Hey, and live. That's how we do. We're gonna yeah, Kumaro. Come on. Check it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. All right. So let's talk about Mr. I'm going to bet on my team. Yo. And I'm not going to have nobody do it. I'm going to do it on my own. I'm a big boy. I could do my own bet. I I'm, know. I'm, I'm not even playing. <laughs> I'm hurt. At the against house. the Buffalo Bills, he put a bet on that his quarterback would get sacked. And he put money down on it. His quarterback got sacked. And they were like, hey. hey okay. Buddy, uh, the number is. Bring. <laughs> My thing is, why you ain't had your girl bet something? Thank like, you. Why are you betting on you, yourself? On your cell phone. He bet that Atlanta would win. And they did. I and as soon as they bring. Yeah, as soon as you got paid. Like, hey. If you lost, they'd have been like, whatever. 
No, he, I think he lost. He he, he did he something. Moved? He did something. I think he lost a million dollars. Well, you're Calvin. Calvin, sit down. I don't agree with the amount. No, the a year. That's a lot. That's great. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot, bro. That's a lot of that's a lot of time. Um, I don't agree with that part. No, I don't he think he could have missed five games. Right, because a lot of players that did some crazy stuff has missed three, have missed two, yeah. a year. Give him five games, a full season. When this man was about to get paid, yeah, everybody was calling for this dude. I thought he was gonna come to Buffalo. Yeah, Calvin Ridley, there man. Was rumors about that, like yo, he might be. You know, yeah, he like, sat down mentally. He said he needs to check, check his mental state, and he did it. Well, that's why he was checking it. We go on here and check his uh, a bet out FanDuel as well. <laughs> While oh. I'm checking, oh, I could oh, be we, making somebody. Hey, oh, we playing today. But what is so corny is that y'all legalize betting, and I'm pretty sure these people listen. Yeah, they bet. It's a double standard, yeah, and we all know that. They bet. But Man, the double standard is when you obviously are doing something, and you obviously know that's not right, but you're still going to do it anyway. It's kind of kind of foul, buddy. Yeah, kind of foul. But there's no more moves. I hope that's happening while we're sitting here doing the recording this podcast, <laughs> because if it is, we are not in the loop. And it sucks because. Why I hate it. Get off? It's gonna like, be something. Dang it! It's gonna be something crazy too. He got sick to the Bills. <gasps> oh shoot! Because it's prime time right now. Yeah, it is. What was it like three? Almost yeah, three? yeah, it's prime time. Right yeah, That's where it happens. Absolutely. What do you think about um? You seen how they was uh spreading the word, trying to spread the word that uh that um Rogers signed the contract. He did. Rogers. <laughs> he didn't sign the contract. So, but he's staying in Green Bay. That's what he said. You know what? I'm over Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers used to be, I used to be a real fan of yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I was fan. I was fanned out. People respected him. People respected him because he was a dog. And he was super <sighs> accurate. He was just that guy. You just talk about a diva. Like, if diva was, yeah. like, if the word diction, the dictionary, diva in the dictionary, right? Yeah. You know whose face is there? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Looking like, uh, Nah, I can't even say Tom Brady. Tom Brady can be, yes, but <laughs> Rodgers? And you're not even that. Tom Brady has a right to be a diva. I won seven Super Bowls. Aaron Rodgers, you won one. One. And you're a diva like that. But you know what he's doing? He's putting his team, if he hasn't signed that contract, he's putting his team in purgatory because you're getting all this money. You're not allowing them to spread the wealth because the fact that um, they have no money to do anything else. Yeah. And now you got to think about, okay, now, because you seen they was trying to franchise tag uh, Jones? That's crazy. They did. They didn't do it yet. No, they didn't do it yet? No. Oh. Uh-uh. Well, he can't get no money either. Can't nobody do nothing without him moving. He's going <sighs> to team hiatus again. I just think it's very selfish. And, I, and I'm all for it players not taking a pay cut i'm off for that but when you're milking the freaking cow when he's telling you yo i have nothing left boo i'm drained boo it's gonna be you and jones that's it that's it and y'all and y'all went and got a quarterback mike love right his name i don't know the first name but i know his name is love 
Why? I I thought it was to put a little bit of fuel, a little, little bit of fire on the Rodgers. Right, he, he only no fire. He's a Mr. Choke artist. There's enough fire in the league. Like, he he choked do- last playoff game. Prior to that, he choked again. And I thought, we all thought, the reason why he didn't want to run that ball in when you were wide the freak open, he was like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to run it in. Mm-hmm. Like, I... I don't understand that. I don't understand. I would that not. That was insane. I couldn't I, believe it. I know fans. I know some fans are like, Fuck, I'm not I'm not cheering for this guy. I'm not no even more. a fan. I looked out there. I was. Us. Listen, I remember the play. I was at home like, what? What? Wait, wait. I think everybody's hand when was I like this. It, when I seen it, I'm like, oh, shit. You got it. You got it. You got it. It's open. And then. You didn't go it, it's, forward. But it didn't even close fast. The lane was so open. Him and three other guys could have made it to the touchdown before they closed that up. It was literally damn near was, the whole. I couldn't believe it. Was it was like, it was like. You from hashtag to hashtag free. And you just said, nope. It's like the the red, the, the river opened mm-hmm. when Jesus opened the Red Sea. And you got scared of dirt. <laughs> hate you come on in yeah. no nah, I'm, nah, I'm good i'll wait for the next one yeah and the next one you choked uh, no nah, we good mm-mm. but you know that's it that's all I, I i didn't understand it i don't understand aaron Rodgers. He's a, i don't understand that organization at all definitely definitely and as bills fans we've been in purgatory for some time so we understand some of that but that's where they're heading if they do this contract for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just I just see it. Yeah. But um yeah, go Bills. Go. This has been Not Your Average Podcast in the 716 with T and Mike, only on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Hey, everything on three. Number three. What on one? What on three? One, two, three. So that gets me going, man. Do me a favor. Say a prayer, a typical one. Go Bills.